All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Halley with you here tonight. We've got Gavin, the intern, on the other side, keeping us on track here tonight on the show. We'll be joined by Zach Lang, of course, of Oilers Nation and Daily Faceoff, recapping the Oilers' 4-3 overtime loss to the Vegas Golden Knights, a team that it's looking like the Oilers might see in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Already can see the chat on Facebook and YouTube blowing up. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you are on YouTube, make sure you go back and hit that like button. Same thing with Facebook. If you're tuned in on Twitter, hit the retweet, and uh, we'll get to all your comments as well. I can see the frustration boiling over, and uh, I get it. Uh, I may have a little little punch onto the couch after that one. Uh, Tough game for the Oilers. Just couldn't find a way to take that lead. Hung around. Never gave up, but could not get the job done. But if you're the eternal optimist, they do get that one loser point. So I'll take that point and uh, know that it gets you a little bit closer to L.A. and a little bit further of Seattle in the standings. We will get to the good, the bad, the oily brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance in a minute here. But before that, I'll just do a quick rundown of exactly what happened in case you missed anything in the game tonight. And that was Jack Eichel. Early on in the game, just a minute in, scoring his 27th goal of the season, the first shot of the game, and uh, that had the Oilers down one nothing. Certainly a goal I think that Stuart Skinner would like back. 
obviously goalies would like all goals back, but that was a bit of a softy. Uh, Zach Hyman would score a couple minutes later, making it 1-1, his 31st goal of the season. Leon Dreisaitl with a beautiful feed, and I, I mean, I don't think you'll find a more Zach Hyman goal than that one. Going to the blue paint, stick on the ice, and gets the nice tap in. That was also the first shot for the Oilers, so... The goalies had it in common. The goalie union was strong in this one. They each allowed that first goal and the first shot, and it was 1-1. Pavel Doroveyev would score his fifth goal of the season in 10 games. Uh, uh, An interesting goal in the power play. Not going to fault Stewart's here on that one. It was a nice shot, quick release. After 20 minutes, the Vegas Golden Knights were up 2-1. In the second period, just one goal. Leon Dreisaitl. His 45th goal of the season on the power play, Leon Dreisel, I thought was fantastic tonight. Not just uh, the goal and the assist, but creating opportunities. He's really starting to find his game, which is encouraging for the Oilers heading into the playoffs. On to the third, uh, Jonathan Marshall would get his 24th goal of the season from Eichel and Theodore. This one, a weird goal because it was a two-on-four. Uh, I think it was Dreisel and Nugent Hopkins we're watching the puck maybe a little bit too much. Marcia So sneaks in, beats Skinner 3-2 for the Vegas Golden Knights. Warren Fogle, though, the guy shows up in big situations, got his 13th goal of the season. Darnell Nurse, Kyler Yamamoto picked up the helpers on that one. It was 3-3, so we go to overtime, and uh, tough one if you are Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Evander Kane, or Matthias Ekholm out there for probably a little bit too long, got trapped in their own end, and eventually Nicholas Roy would make them pay his 13th goal of the season. Jack Eichel, Theodore with the helpers. Jack Eichel, three points. You know he's going to get motivated when he plays Connor McDavid. That's how the game ends. With that now, just before we get to the good, the bad, the oily, uh, Las Vegas sitting atop the Pacific Division with 98 points. L.A. victorious today over Winnipeg, 4-1. to one. So they now have 94 points. And the Oilers sitting in third with 91 points. Seattle did win today over Nashville, 7-2. to two. They now have 88 points with a game in hand of the Oilers. Right now, I talked about it a couple times. Let's get to the good, the bad, the oily, brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Find out why Cornerstone's insurance brokers is ranked amongst the best in Alberta for the good, the bad, the oily. We bring in Zach Lang of Oilers Nation, Daily Faceoff. Zach, good evening. How are you doing tonight? Connor, I'm doing okay. I could be better. You know, an, an extra point would have been nice to come out of that one tonight. But, uh, you know, I guess we'll we'll take the loser point and move on with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was kind of sitting there. It's like, oh, it's nice to get that. But at the same time, he gave that to Vegas as well. Uh, in a game where there's that potential four-point swing, I guess if you're going to be on the losing end, you might as well do it in overtime. Uh, let's get to the good tonight. And uh, I kind of touched on it as it, this whole Thing got started. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl, a goal and assist tonight. Uh, the goal was nice. The assist was nice. He's really starting to find his game when it matters. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, wow. What more can you say about this guy's production as of late? I was actually looking at his numbers lately for my day after article. In his last six games, including tonight, he's got three goals and 14 points. I mean, it is just insane to see the way this guy has racked up the numbers as of late. Well, Leon Dreisettle is an interesting player, right? Like he came into this year, he was still hurt from that high ankle sprain. You know, in November, it was reported that he was still dealing with some discomfort and stuff. And he kind of seemed to have a really like up and down season, but yet he just put up a career high in points tonight with his 111th on the season. Uh, it's been pretty incredible to see, you know, 
We know about Leon Drysaddle. This is a guy that turns it on when the games matter most, right? You know, say what you will. He he can coast the times through the regular season, but damn, you know, when those games matter like they do right now, like he just he hits another level. And I think he's a he's gonna be a huge X factor for this team here. Yeah, I really uh, found it intriguing. I don't even know when the interview was, but he talked about how, you know, suffering that injury kind of helped his game big picture, finding out different ways to score, you know, not having to rely on maybe the the mobility or the strength that he once had. So it's going to be fun to see what he can do and raise his game even further on this one. Uh, Leon is a sicko, says Isaiah in the chat. He is a sicko. Okay. As we always say here, with the good comes the bad. We have to always include the bad here. And for this one, we'll say not taking the lead because, you know, they found ways to keep it within one throughout this game, Zach, and tie things up on three separate occasions, but they just could not take that lead. Yeah, they couldn't. It was frustrating to watch. And, you know, when I watched the game, it really felt like, you know, the Oilers kind of turned it on a little bit in the third period. But I don't necessarily know if that was true. Just kind of going back and looking at the numbers, uh, the Oilers only controlled 35% of the shot attempt share in the third period at five on five. It's a pretty abysmal number at that point in the game, considering in the first period they controlled 55% and in the second they controlled 62. So, you know, in one sense of the term, it did feel like they were there all night long, but you you would have liked to see maybe a little bit of a stronger push from this team, you know, especially late in that game. I I thought they had some good looks, right? But, you know, they kind of just let Vegas kind of stick around in that game. And that was kind of a frustrating thing to watch, right? You look at the Jonathan Marshall goal, um, you know, in the third period there, you know, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, that's a tough one, man. You know, you lose your guy in the zone like that. Um, and then in overtime, I mean, what the hell was that from Evander Kane? I mean, let's be real here, right? You know, we're playing one-on-one, man-on-man hockey here at three-on-three overtime. You know, Evander goes for a little skate down into the corner, loses his guy. And it's not even like he hustles to get back to the front of the net either. You know, he kind of just coasts there and then skates towards the back of the net. Yeah, I get it. They were out there for a minute and a half long. But at the end of the day, you know, this is overtime. This is this is do or die time right now. Uh, and Vegas is a team that you are absolutely competing for, for for playoff positioning right now. So, you know, it was a pretty disappointing way to end that game. But I will, you know, you mentioned it earlier, Warren Fogle. Big credit to him for finding a way to get on the score sheet again tonight. Um, this is a kid or a guy that I'm I'm a big fan of. I really like his game, um, and I think he's he's fit in well on this team in the last two seasons here. And you know, it's great to see him, uh, you know, getting rewarded with some more offense this season. You know, yeah, I think Evander Kane on that goal, pretty unexcusable with what happened. But that game, I mean, that when they started throwing the bodies, like after McDavid took that cross check, you saw guys throwing hits. I'm like, okay, this is where Evander Kane's going to show up. And it, it just never really happened. So kind of an off night for number 91, but hopefully he can bounce back at that uh that swagger, that anger that gets him uh, really going. Now uh, we have to get to the oily as well here. The good, the bad, the oily brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance and important divisional games. And Zach, I mean, this one kind of writes itself. We were going to use this one, I think, with a win or a loss because it's it's so important right now, just the way Vegas, L.A., and even Seattle are playing. Uh, still to come on the schedule, you got the Coyotes on Monday, but after that, you got the Golden Knights, the Kings, the Ducks, then the Kings again. So, you know, three Big games coming up against teams that are ahead of you in the standings. You got to find a way to win a couple, it would seem. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be one hell of a week here, right? I mean, like, look at that Arizona game last Wednesday. Like, that was a really tight game, right? Like, like this Arizona team is playing insanely good hockey right now for for what they are as a as a roster right now. You know, the Oilers cannot take them lightly on on Monday. 
down in the desert. It's going to be cool to see him play in Mullet Arena finally. It's taken only all season to see this happen. Um, and then Tuesday, you go back-to-back against Vegas. I mean, that is a tough, tough one-two punch right there. Like, like people might roll their eyes and be like, oh, it's Arizona. But, like, has anybody seen what Clayton Keller is doing right now? <laughs> the guy is putting up some offense right now. And, again, you know, you just back, look back to last Wednesday. It was a 4-3 game in overtime. That was a nail-biter, right? You know, another overtime game here. I mean, three three overtime games in a row for the Oilers here. They're playing a lot. Right. Um, and then you mentioned it too, LA on Thursday. I mean, it's, it is tough. Like these are some tough games and these are, these are tense games. And, you know, I think tonight really started to feel like playoff hockey to me, Connor It really felt like the intensity of that game. The, it felt like both teams knew the importance of it, right? You know, we're sitting here, right? Uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games away, you know, from the playoffs kicking off this season. You know, this is the point in the year where we really start to see the, see things really ratchet up in the gameplay. And I think tonight we really got a, got a taste of that. Yeah, I mean, if, if you don't remember Clayton Keller, you have a short memory and you might want to get that checked out. This guy's on fire right now. So, yeah, you can't just sit there, sleep on the Coyotes. You know, they get fired up playing at Mullet Arena. I mean, if anyone wants to book a last minute trip down to Arizona, try AMA Travel. I, I think they could make it happen for you. Maybe help you out with that one. Uh, it'd be a nice little place to spend a few days down in the desert, get out of our inconsistent weather, although it is getting pretty nice here. Uh, check them out, AMA Travel. Um, just want to give a quick shout out to everyone here on the Facebook chat. I see Shane, Mike, Jessica, Brent, Brooke, Diane, Scott, Kevin, Ron, Lonnie, Craig, I think that's everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll get to your comments in a section here on YouTube. We got Lance, you and Rusty, Mike, Predineski, Jack, the Oilers fan. Did I get you in already? I think I got you in there. Uh, appreciate all you guys for tuning in on this one. Maynard. Yeah, Sergeant Battle. A lot of people in there right now. So thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to hit that like button. Um, Zach, why don't we bring in Gavin here? Uh, Gavin actually brought up some good points here because I mentioned it to you guys on uh, one of the intermissions there. They talked about Zach Hyman on the Sportsnet CBC panel and uh, just what he does and where he goes to score his goals. And obviously we know the disallowed goals with him has almost become a joke here because every goal he scores, you got to have to think about it. Uh, The goal he scored tonight, in the blue paint, heavy stick, doing what he does to get goals. Uh, Gavin, you actually had a pretty cool chart. Uh, if you're able to bring that up, yeah, and yeah, I'll bring it explain up right just where the majority of his goals are coming from. Yeah, like obviously Zach Hyman sees his most of his success in the blue paint, right? Yeah, yeah, you'll get those disallowed goals here and there, but Zach Hyman is on a career pace this year. He's already surpassed his career high in goals, and it's not by it's not by lack of trying. As you can see, he gets in the dirty areas, and as a result. He's been putting the puck away. So a guy like Zach Hyman is huge on the stretch and huge in the playoffs as well, obviously. Now, Zach, I mean, they talked about it on the broadcast there. And uh, I mean, he's not going to change his game, right? That's what Zach Hyman does. That's how he's made his money. And maybe you got to try to avoid the contact a little bit. But in the case that they show, sometimes he's there first and he's just beats the goalie to the right position. Yeah, I think that's part of it, right? But I think, you know, the the point that Elliot Friedman was making was, you know, maybe this is kind of a point in the year where the coaching staff has to go to Hyman and say, hey, listen, you need to just make sure you keep in your head on a swivel and really knowing where you are on the ice in these situations. Make sure those feet are on the edge of the crease. 
Make sure you're not getting into a spot where you're going to be impeding with the goaltender. Um, you know, I, as you mentioned, and as you see from the, the chart there, right, this is a guy that just loves to go to the dirty areas of the ice. He just loves to score goals in front of the net, crashing the crease, doing whatever he can. And I think that that's a, that's an element that the Oilers don't have a lot of in their game right now. You know, like a guy like Evander Kane, he's still a little bit more of a yeah. perimeter player, perimeter shooter. You know, Leon Dreisaitl, Connor, they can score from anywhere on the ice. We saw, you know, Leon score from a real high danger area tonight on the power play with that beautiful little backhand take to the forehand shot. I really, really like that. Um, but, you know, when it comes to Hyman, it's interesting too, because if you dig a little deeper on the underlying numbers for him this year. Yeah, he's got 31 goals, but in terms of his individual expected goals, he actually should be a 40 goal scorer this season. It's pretty yeah. insane. You don't see a split like that of, of a, a nine goal difference between expected and actual goals scored. So this is a guy who's had, you know, what, six, seven goals already taken off this year At least. because of these disallowed goals, right? I mean, really. And come playoff time, I mean, the Oilers cannot be finding themselves in a situation where we're losing a goal because of a goaltender interference call from Hyman. You know, as much as we love him, you know, this is a this is something that they're gonna have to probably talk with him about. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just so important once they get into the playoffs. And it almost feels like when opposing teams see him lead the flyby, it's like, yeah, let's take a look at that one. Let's just see what it is. He's garnered that reputation around the league. It's Oilers Nation after dark. Connor Halley, Zach Lang, Gavin, the intern, for, for a little bit longer. Gavin, you might shed that intern label soon <laughs> here. Uh, just quickly here. On YouTube, Lance says, I'm only here to hear about the Connor Halley laser show. Yeah, last night I went to a uh, laser show at uh, the Space and Science Center or TELUS World of Science, as people younger than me would refer to it as. It was Outcast, and it was awesome. So if you want to spend 15 bucks to go see a laser show, I highly recommend it. Uh, Pink Floyd was after Outcast. I didn't stick around for that one. Not the biggest Pink Floyd fan, but uh, I, I can... I think people have a good time with that. So just squeeze that in very quickly. I don't know if you guys ever been to laser I'm a, shows. I'm a big I am not. guy and I'm a big like laser show guy. So I uh, might be able to go check that out. Oh, yeah. you know what? For 15 bucks, it's worth it. Uh, tell them I sent you. Maybe they'll hook me up with a, a membership or something. But that place is awesome. You can go geek out there for a little while. Uh, some people bring up the refs in the Facebook chat here and I had no problem with the Matias Ekholm call at the end. I, I think by the rules that that's a hold, but I didn't like some of the other things. The McDavid cross check, that one didn't even bug me either. Like that's, that's going to happen. I, I commended Vinny Darnay for being like that against Jonathan Taves, that that's going to happen. I didn't like the cross check on Bukestad. Didn't like the cross check on Derek Ryan. Uh, Zach, what did you make of the officiating tonight? Well, as I said on a couple of, sh- I think the last show that we were sitting here, we were having a similar conversation about referees. I'd say the same thing that I said then. It was dog shit tonight. Um, I I don't know, <laughs> maybe it wasn't dog shit, but I definitely didn't <laughs> think it was great. Right? I mean, I think that Eckholm call at that point in the game—that's a cheeky call. Like it really is, considering you know some of the things that they they kind of let go in that period. And granted, you know the Oilers were able to kill it off, and not only just kill it off either. They didn't allow a single shot against. On that entire penalty kill, which was really great to see because, you know, Darnay is a guy who's kind of become a staple on that PK, uh, you know, since he was recalled a few months ago. But yeah, the the refereeing, the officiating is a little bit rough tonight, I thought. You know, they they kind of put the whistles away in the second and the third period. And then all of a sudden, seven minutes to go, they're making an important call like that, right? Um, it's a critical point in the game. And I, I just I hate when that sort of stuff happens with referees. Gavin, you have the similar thoughts or... 
Yeah, I'm, and the exact same similar thoughts as Zach just mentioned too. Yeah, but it's honestly it's just become like an every game occurrence at this point. Like nothing will beat though that James Reimer tackle on Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Nothing will ever top that. But yeah, re- referee was definitely not. Uh, it was definitely not the best again tonight. Uh, Liam, some guy named Liam says, "What's Devin Scores chart look like?" Uh, Gavin, did you piece that one together, or is that coming uh-huh. later? Yeah, I've not seen uh, Devin Scores. Nope, not yet. Shout out to Liam over there. Uh, first goal matters from Shane on Facebook. Yeah, 100%. Yep. That's a tough one to to get that set back there. Scott said uh, quite a few non-calls in the third. I would totally agree. Thought the less we're going to pl- let them play. And Zach, like you said, maybe a little ticky-tack on that one. Brooks says, damn, we needed a lead or needed that win. And Craig says, not a good overtime. Yeah, I mean, once uh, Kane knew Janekon were pinned yeah, out there for as long as they were, the writing was kind of on the wall. I guess we use all of our overtime after the last two games here, but obviously, I want to get that extra point tonight. But yeah, like you said, they're just hemmed out there for too long. They were just dog tired, but on to Arizona now. Yes, absolutely. That's a Monday, eight o'clock game. So we'll be back here probably 10 30, 10 40, give or take. Uh, we talked about it before we hopped on here, Gavin. Uh, first loss since March 11th. It was a 7 4 loss to the Maple Leafs. So the Oilers playing better hockey. Um, Zach, I talked about it on my day. They have a day job, I suppose. I was a little bit concerned, you know, the last couple of games for the Oilers against weaker opponents, letting them in it, allowing them to score a lot of goals. And I thought today would be a, a really good marker for them to see how, how they can play defensively against better teams. Obviously, the power play goal, tough to hold them against that one. That's going to happen. Uh, I thought the Marshall goal, like you said, uh, Nuge and the dry settle coming in there. I mean, they got back. They were in the right position, but Marshall's still just kind of sneaky. Oh, what did you make of the overall defensive play at even strength? Yeah, I thought it was okay. I mean, I, I didn't think that they were tremendous tonight by any sense of the term, but you know, again, you guys know me, I'm a big numbers guy, right? You take a look at the things and you know, they controlled the scoring the scoring chance there, and most importantly, they controlled 55% of the high danger scoring chances. I think that's the one that really jumps out to me, especially at this time of year, right? You know, you're really trying to limit as much as you can um, from the other team's off uh, offense, obviously, right? especially in those high danger areas. And I think that's something we've really started to see, you know, some improvement on from this team here down the stretch this season. You know, I, again, like I said, a little bit ago, I thought they hung out and hung in with Vegas all night long. Like I thought it was a really evenly matched game, uh, you know, between two teams again, who are, you know, really battling, you know, for playoff position right now. And, you know, I was looking at the Vegas lineup before the game and I was like, man, I was like, that's just not a very scary lineup. And then you watch them out there and you're like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, they got, they got, you know, three, four lines that can roll. They got a good defense, you know, even with missing guys like Alec Martinez and, and Mark Stone, you know, two big pieces of that roster. Um, this is a team that you just can't take lightly. Yeah, I'm just trying to bring it up here, but uh, they were down a, a couple other players there as well, right? And, you know, they get into the playoffs, and if Stone does come back, I think you have the back injury, right, uh, from the LTIR. If he's able to come off yeah. uh, come off that, I mean, it's going to be, it's gonna be a, a good team. I'd be surprised, man. Like, I mean, just with how little we've heard about it, right? And, you know, like he, he had surgery last year. He's had surgery already this year, one or two procedures done. Um, I know that there was some talk like from Elliot Friedman kind of around the time that this injury kind of 
propped up about like this could be like a very serious one that could really limit his future in the NHL, which is really unfortunate to say. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd be surprised if they could get him back in time. <laughs> Riley yeah, Smith, that's another guy they were missing from their top six. I'm just pulling it up on daily yeah. looking at all their injuries right now. Um, you know, that's another, that's another really solid player for them up there. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic, ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget. Check out quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part, they're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, <laughs> Liam with a great point. Liam's the best. Uh, LB revenge game. We should have known this one was coming. Yeah, LB would uh, steal this show out. I mean, can you guys believe he's thirty years old? No, no. Wow. Yeah. The deal, I was like, what the hell? How old am I? Like, this is ridiculous. I remember when he just broke in with the Edmonton Oilers when he was, you know, coming in as a backup in those, you know, couple of seasons that he was here. It's like thirty years old now. Yeah, and he played for the Oil Kings too for a few years too, I believe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Did. Yeah. yeah. Big um, yeah. Zach, are you 30? No, I'm not 30. Okay, you're not no. even 30. I'll tell you, okay, when I first broke into the biz, I used to do like on-site production for the Oil Kings, and I would walk past LB, you know, now I'm thinking about him like five years older than the guy. He'd be doing his little warm-up, and I'd have to like cut through it every time. He and Tristan Jari would find like a wall, and they just whip balls against them just to work oh. on their hands. And uh, yeah, I'd walk past every single time, like, oh, out of the way, kid. Yeah, now he's 30. So he, you guys got nothing to worry about. He's, he's yeah, still older than you. He's five years younger than I am. So, uh, yeah, don't don't worry about it too much. Don't worry. Don't look a day over 34, Connor. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, moisturizer every day. Get those uh, <laughs> iPad things, you know. Yeah, you got that skincare routine. Self-care, you guys. Self-care. Yeah. With Oilers win the cup. Oilers win the cup. I'll drop the routine. Uh, 63 <laughs> people here in the chat on YouTube. Make sure you hit that like button. Uh, time escapes no one. Yes, Lance, you're right, 100%. Uh, hey, it, it's better than the alternative. Getting old is better than the alternative. That's what I always tell myself. Um, looking ahead to the next couple games here, obviously, you know, the Coyotes are one that you can't take lightly. Uh, we assuming we're going to go back to Jack Hamill in that game. Uh, any disagreement there? Uh, I mean, I don't know how you can. I mean, I guess you got to play Jack Hamill in one of those games, right? Um, 
probably have to give him the Arizona game just because of how important that Vegas game is. And you kind of hate to say you're going to throw away two points, but I mean, you kind of thrown away two points and, or you got to be prepared to at least, I mean, it's mm-hmm. tough. Like I, it is really hard with Campbell to like feel any sort of confidence playing, playing him in net. Um, but I do think that you, you got to go back there because that Tuesday game is just more important. You got to have your guy in stew out there. Yeah, I'm probably going back to Jack Campbell in the Arizona game, but I'll ask you guys this. Are you guys, like, I don't want to say worried about Skinner, but he hasn't had over a 900% save percentage in his last three games. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Like, this is, like, again, this is a guy who's a rookie in the NHL, like, and, and this yeah. is a guy who's still trying to find his way. You know, these are the big games now at this point in time. Is there a level of concern? Absolutely. You know, I didn't think he looked excellent tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he has struggled some of these last couple of games here. So, you know, hopefully the Oilers can get a really good game out of Campbell on Monday and takes a little bit of that pressure off on Tuesday, right? I mean, yeah. I think Skinner's had a bit of an up and down season. You know, I think there's been a couple of stretches where he's gone, you know, sub 900 or, you know, sub 905 for a little bit of a run. And hey, hopefully this is just a little bit of a soft stretch before the playoffs and he really heats up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we've got uh, Tyson says sets up a Skinner revenge game on Tuesday. Uh, Kurt M says, gosh, I don't want to see Campbell play <laughs> FFS. Yeah, no swearing on the Internet, Zach. You can't get away with that sort of thing. Um, yeah, no, I'm just joking. You drop it all you want it gives us street cred i'm, I'm kind of with you like i think there is a little bit of concern but there's just going to be those ups and downs with Stuart skinner i think the encouraging yeah, sign sure. is though that he never lets that no i should take that back he rarely lets in that goal that makes it a two or three goal lead right like he yeah. kept the oilers in it when he had to make a few big saves the first goal was bad 100 percent. i mean i'm not gonna not gonna sugarcoat that when you need him to make that save for sure especially on the first shot of the game but uh i it's a good point because we this was brought up uh, I think two shows ago you know and it was basically like you guys rip on Campbell when he's poor but you know you don't do the same for Stuart Skinner and that was a game where we had just said Stuart Skinner was okay we didn't think he was mm. great but we thought he was okay yeah um, yeah I mean it's it's obviously probably not the ideal situation going into the playoffs for the Edmonton Oilers but you know it's reality you're you're gonna have Stuart Skinner in there and unless something crazy happens I don't think Jack Campbell's gonna get that shot. No, exactly. Like, Stuart Skinner, sure. Uh, Stuart Skinner is 100% stiller, guy. The thing I like about Skinner that Campbell really doesn't possess is Skinner does not let his mistakes keep compacting, 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 in which you need an NHL goaltender, right? Um, he bounces back from goals against that Campbell really doesn't. So, yeah, 100% Skinner is stiller, guy, and I do 100% have confidence in him going forward. Yeah, for sure. And and Rusty, the reckless optimist in the YouTube chat makes a good point too. This is something that I wrote about last week where, uh, you know, Rusty said basically with Skinner, he's making the clutch saves on a game by game basis. Yeah. I think that's also, you know, on top of what you said, Gavin, another big thing that separated these two guys this year, right? It's felt like, you know, in Jack Campbell's case, he's really struggled to make the big saves when they really need him to. Like it's, it's weird. Like he'll play like the first two periods and let in these really weak goals. And all of a sudden in the third, you know, he'll come up with a nice save or two to kind of keep him <laughs> in the game. But you know, when the game's on the line and they really need that big stop, you know, I'm feeling a lot more comfortable and confident in Stuart Skinner. And again, um, you know, his ability to not let those things compound, like you mentioned, Gavin, I think, you know, just further solidifies him as, you know, the guy. And pretty remarkable too for a guy who is in his first 
you know, full year in the NHL for mm-hmm. his full season. Uh, just that maturity that he shows outstanding. The Oilers in their last 10, 7-2-1. So uh, I don't think we need to panic. Like they're playing terrible hockey. They lost uh, in overtime to the first place team in the Pacific Division. So we don't have to panic or anything. And I'm not, I don't think too many people are. Uh, it's no, a pretty man. calm crowd right now in the chats. I'm- and despite like Skinner's kind of shaky numbers over his last three games, I still think he's won eight of his last 10 starts between the pipes too. So he's still finding out ways to win for us. And that's all we need, especially with our high powered offense. hundred percent, hundred percent. The team's obviously going to score a few goals. So yeah. I'm kind of a rare off. A few night. guys for that four 30 goal scores. So yeah, okay. <laughs> exactly. With Evander Kane who stays healthy, potentially another exactly. one there uh, tonight in the game, uh, Connor McDavid held to one point. So he's up to 139 on the season. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl goal and an assist uh, with his first assist of the game that put him up to 111 on the year. And that was a career high. So congratulations to Leon Dreisaitl. He along with Nuge and Hyman and McDavid, they're all going to set career highs and have fantastic years. Uh, Nuge had one helper. He's up to 89. So nine games left. He needs 11 points for 100. Uh, yes or no, Zach, does he get there? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like, I, I mean, I think you take a look at it. I think there's a soft enough schedule here for the Oilers, you know, down the stretch run of this season here. And he's produced great offense this year. It, it's really been incredible to see the way that he's played this season. Um, you know, now knowing that he's been a dad and waiting for the last number of months, it really explains a lot, I think, as to the tremendous season that he's had. Uh, you know, the power of the dad is running through the veins of new this season. Uh, it's it's kind of cool to see, right? I mean, you know, 10 years ago when this kid came out of Red Deer, you know, we're all like, wow, you know, this guy could have some real offense to his game down the road and be a great point producer, you know, and he's he always just settled into being a really strong two-way center. There was nothing ever wrong with that. And, you know, you look at these last three or four seasons here, you know, he had that one season with the 69 points and that was like, wow, like look at that offense that you're getting from him all of a sudden. And now he's just hitting this, you know, this whole other level, like a, a beautifully aged fine wine. He's just getting better and better with, with time. And it's really cool to see, you know, like I always hearken to, you know, him being a guy who I felt was like a Pavel Datsuk light, right? Like, he never had like those massive flashes of brilliance, um, you know, that Datsuk would have either offensively or defensively. But again, like we, like people tend to forget, like for a long time in this city, Ryan Nugent Hopkins had the hardest matchups of anybody. Like I, I remember him going up against like Joe Thornton in San Jose all the time. And like that being the hard matchup for Nuge, like he has not had an easy run um, through his NHL career. And it's really great to see him getting rewarded uh, the way that he has this season. Gavin, what do you think? Is he getting to hundred? Yeah. In case big Malk is watching, I better say yes. No, but uh, no, I do think Nuge is going to hit it 110%. Um, yeah. And like Zach said too, our schedule is very, very favorable going forward. So yeah, I'm, I'm all, I'm all for a new shit in that hundred, hundred mark. And, uh, just want to give a shout out to bagged milk and his pup. Glad to see, uh, yeah. running around the, their fashion icon. Uh, we're all happy to see that one for sure. Uh, Frank says on Facebook, Kane messed up big time. First, he lets his man go and skates behind the net. Yeah, we, we touched on that one. It, it wasn't a very good play for sure. That's fair to be critical of that one. I'm sure Evander will see it and probably not want to see it on film, uh, but he'll see it. Uh, Mark on Facebook says the Oilers didn't play bad. Just Vegas did a better job of shutting down the big guys. Connor, one assist, two shots on goal. And OJ Von Baron says, good loss. Take the point. 
yeah, I mean, it's either, I don't know. I don't know if there's any good losses, but I don't think this is one where we need to really lose our mind and, no. and freak out about it. Um, should mention, you know, if you want to throw the old Oilers Nation sticker on the back of your car, you can head over to any Oodle Noodle location in Edmonton. They're giving away free Oilers Nation stickers to all fans. You can visit any Oodle Noodle location today to snag a sticker and some tasty noodles. There's a good chance those stickers are sold out because they fly off whenever they come in but uh hey go check out your local oodle noodle in edmonton try to pick one up uh gavin uh i noticed you had a pretty fun little parlay going we we talked about your last parlay on what day is today saturday so it was wednesday um i mean if you're going to betway we always say bet responsibly gavin's a king of that only does the five dollar bets uh (laughs) 19 plus but uh gavin you were what an evander kane assist away from doing it again yeah i was evander kane assist away so yeah, I got Dreisaitl to score in a match he did. Hyman to score. Eichel to score. Eichel over two and a half shots. Dreisaitl over two and a half shots. Barbashev over half assist in the last leg. Couldn't get it. Evander Kane, one assist. Couldn't get it. But for a $5 bet, got a little sweat out of it. Still enjoyable. Still enjoyed it. Zach, you throw any money down with Betway tonight? No comment. No comment. Okay. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll... I, I saw the shutout time. one. I saw the I, shutout one. Ah. I got a little cocky and I threw together one and I put a Stuart Skinner shutout in there and that bastard was busted about a minute. Into- <laughs> I, was, I was upset and everybody was like razzing me. They're like, well, what do you expect? I'm like, well, I know what to expect. It's a plus 9,000 part. <laughs> so never again. I was thinking about that for my bold prediction or like my Betway prediction going into the next game, but how do you say it? I don't even want to like put it out there in the universe at this point. Cause as soon as it doesn't happen, I know where some people will be coming. Uh, the discord chat will be going all at me and yeah, we'll, we shall see. It should be a fun one though. When the Oilers uh, break out on this mini road trip, back to back games, uh, starting off on a Monday, eight o'clock start, taking on the Arizona coyotes. Uh, why don't we, why don't we get to our little prediction here? Uh, we'll start with you, Zach. How about a, yeah, sorry, my energy saver just turned on and it rattled me. A betway prediction and a score prediction as well. Okay, so my betway prediction is I'm going to go Arizona Coyotes under two and a half team goals. I think the Oilers are going to have a bit of a stronger defensive effort here uh, against Arizona this time around. And I think they're going to really play well in front of Jack Campbell. Um, I also think Jack Campbell is going to come on and have a strong game. Just throwing it out there like this guy's due, right? Like at some point, he's got to put together a good game or two here. He knows how important these these games are right now in the season. Uh, so I'm going with the the Yotes under, uh, under yeah, what did I say? Under two and a half team two goals. And a half, yeah. yeah, and I'm going to go with an Oilers uh, 5-2 victory. Gavin, the magic man, let us know. <laughs> um, I'm going to go for my... Prop it. I'm going to do McDavid, two goals or more. He's done it in back-to-back games against Arizona. And then for a score prediction, I'm going to go 5-1 Oilers. Do you think they can do uh, Cody CC goal score? Would they, would they even have that listed? No, I don't think they do have that one listed. I've, I've looked around a little bit, but uh, no, they don't. They have kind of just the big game or the big guns, I should say, for, for each team. Yeah, because okay, I would love to throw a little bit down like on Cody Cece. I feel like he's due. I think the game's coming around. He could find a way to do it. I, I had Matias Ekholm was my prediction to get a goal for this game, and he had a couple chances. McDavid set him up, but didn't work out. Okay, uh, I don't know. I'll take I'll take like a I'll say the Oilers go crazy six two win, and with that just take the over. 
and you should be good. I think last time it was at like six and a half. It was easy money for those who uh, partook in that one. Okay, I think we got everything covered here so far. We got the good, the bad, the oily brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. You can check them out, cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote and make sure to use code word nation for a discount. We mentioned AMA travel. If you're going anywhere, maybe you're planning a playoff trip to Vegas or to LA. I think those would be the two most likely yeah. options, but you know, anywhere AMA can help you with them that check them out. AMA travel mentioned oodle noodle and Betway. So uh, we're covered on all those aspects. Uh, anything else you want to get to here on the show, Zach? One last thing I want to say, like the Oilers really cannot take Arizona lately. I was just kind of looking at it as we've been sitting here on the season. The Arizona coyotes have the eighth best points percentage on home ice this season. They have a 632 points percentage this season, which is honestly kind of bonkers to sit here and say, when you look at their, their uh, road numbers, they have a 295 points percentage on the road, which is by far the worst in the entire NHL. So some pretty insane splits there uh, from them. So, you know what? They really love playing at home in front of the wallet fans. And I just, Oilers really got to buckle down for this one. Uh, this is a two points they really need to really need to work for. How about you, Gavin? Anything you got to get off your chest here? No, no. And let's just lock it down. Um, let's just put, put up a good game defensively. And like Zach said, and like, don't take them lightly. Go in there. Let's, let's uh, secure those two points. Okay. My last question for you guys, and then we'll actually wrap it up here. And I want to ask everybody watching on YouTube, Facebook as well. Out of 10, how interested would you be in going to a game at Mullet Arena? I mean, it, it's cozy, but... I don't know if it's quite the same as another arena. So on a scale of one to 10, what's your interest level of checking out a game uh, at the, is it the sun devils rink down in the desert? Zach, what do you got? Oh man, a, a shit, a thousand out of 10. Like I couldn't imagine a, a more fun hockey experience right now in the NHL. You know, you go down there, they got a barn of what? 4,500, 5,000 seats. <laughs> like that place is going to be so intimate. You know, it's going to be a party. Um, I am like all in on it being a really cool thing. Long-term sustainability wise. I, I hate it. I hate the fact that it's even happened in the first place because I do think it's embarrassing, but like, don't get me wrong. I'd love to go party down there. Uh, we've got uh, Mike saying nine wise Kyle 10 Curtin says two Lance 10, well, out, of 10. 10 out of 10 all day. <laughs> Kenneth Mark Holland, nine uh, snars attacks four. you and seven and a half Maynard. No numbers. Just absolutely QF pro 21, 11 out of 10. Pardoneski says nine Jack, the Oilers fan eight Oilers at the mullet. Yeah. We've got F who just says six, but can the mullet do a laser show? A man the mullet can do anything. <laughs> Probably not as good as the tell world of science, but uh, if they play a little outcast and get the lasers going, it'd be pretty cool. Uh, Gavin, how about you? Any interest in that? Because I know you're a football fan. You, yeah, you like the big stage, but the Chargers yeah. once played at a soccer stadium. So what do you think? Yeah, 10 out of 10 for sure. And then going to Arizona, just make a huge sports trip out of it. So don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want that to be my home arena that I see every NHL game. But to go there for a once in a lifetime experience. Hell yeah. 10 out of 10. Uh, Dr. Gonzo, 10 out of 10 would get a filthy haircut and get those cheap beers. <laughs> it's sad that McDavid's going to play in only 5,000 people. Uh, Chris says nine. And you know what? It'd be really cool to see there. Cause there's no bad seats. You see McDavid just ripping around out there. You're right beside him. Basically. I wonder what the price I would mean, be to go check out a game there. I don't see it being I don't too know. crazy. No, I mean, unless it's just tough to get your hands on a ticket, yeah. but as I mentioned, AMA Travel, if you want to get a quick trip, those guys can hook you up. Uh, Aaron Bardado chimes in on Facebook. Hi, guys. 
Aaron, Saturday night, what are you doing? Get out there. Go have some fun. Uh, we've got Doyle says 10. Atmosphere looks intense. Small rink. And OJ Von Baron, flames in the corral first year. 10 out of 10. Wow, that's going way wow. back. Even I'm not old enough uh, to check that one out. Uh, all right, guys, let's wrap this one up so Aaron can go back and uh, hit whatever nightclub he's supposed to get out there to. Uh, on behalf of everyone who tuned in tonight, thank you so much. Uh, Zach. Gavin, the intern, appreciate it tonight. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be back on Monday night after the Oilers hopefully take down the Arizona Coyotes. I'm Connor Halley. This is Oilers Nation After Dark. We'll talk to you next time. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.